I see where this is headed. Downhill. Quickly, too. Welcome to Dragon Age Off the Record, Episode 6. Er, 6, I mean. Yes, <laughs> my name is Liz, and with me is... Road, and I'm out of pie. That's so sad. You had your first pumpkin pie of the season, that's right? Yeah, I have to limit myself on how much pie I can have. That's really sad. It is. That's the only other pie I like besides chocolate mousse. Oh, chocolate mousse is so good. I like pumpkin pie. I'll take that over everything. I was telling you earlier, we make pumpkin pie gelato at the chocolatery. Yes. Want. Yes, much want. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the end of Origins today. Are you excited? Yay! It's over! Wait. What do you mean? It's a horrible thing to say. It's not over because there's so much more to do. (laughs) So much more to play. Oh, yes, there is so much more to play. And you know what? This time I haven't even gotten to the lands meet. I mean, this game is long. And especially if you want to read all the codex and listen to what everybody says. I found myself replaying a couple of sections last night. Was it because you crashed like I did several times or? Well, the crashes have happened, yes. But there were a couple of them where I was trying to not murder a certain knight. And she just wanted to be murdered really bad. So I had to keep reloading. Because I forgot how you were supposed to do the conversation to not murder her. Why do you not want to murder her? Because she's a good knight. She's not a bad person. She was. Most of it was just following orders. And I know where some people make historical references to just following orders, but she genuinely, you know, looked up to the hero, and he also, or she recognized how he was going astray. And so if you go with the correct order of events... She knew that it was wrong the whole time, what she was doing, but she finally just gives up and goes, stop him before he becomes an even bigger monster. Why don't you tell me what's going on, because now I'm lost. Sir Cothrian, it's uh, Loghain's right-hand knight. Oh, was she the one when at Ostagar when she goes, ah, yeah, whatever, we're leaving, fine. She kind of protests. Well, yeah, she protested, but, you know, following orders. And who is she to argue with the hero of Riverdane? That's true. A lot of people don't remember when they're playing this game. Like, Locaine really, I mean, he was an upstanding guy. Even when I was playing through the Arl Eamon, when he was finally cured, he was even saying, Locaine's a smart man. This is not like him. He must have gone mad. So yeah, people did really respect him. Paranoia. Do you really think it was paranoia? Yeah, that's a line that Honora says herself, as I just found out last night. Or rather, not found out, but was reminded to. Is She <laughs> does say that it, he was just paranoid about everything. His paranoia drove him mad. Hmm. I mean, come on. Look at all the nutballs that have tinfoil hats and scream about aliens and the NSA hacking their brains. Paranoia. That's true. I may be related to one of those people. It eventually drives them to hanging themselves off the edge of overpasses while shooting wildly into nothing. That's weird. But this guy, on the other hand, just wants to kill other people. (laughs) Yeah, well. He thinks that he's able to command the forces just as he always did with insurmountable odds to pull off a surprise victory. Because, hey, if it worked against the Orlesians, surely it'll work against the Darkspawn. (laughs) Totally different. I like listening to the Rumor Men. I know in the sound files they're called Rumor Men Group 1 or 2 or whatnot. Yeah, there's plenty of people out there talking gossip throughout the game. Oh, yeah, but I don't like it that they stop when you come near. (laughs) I like to listen to it. I'm like, I want to hear. 
sure. Yeah, you hear about people, you know, my cousin's fleeing the country and all this kind of stuff and how he's been threatening all the other bands and the Benorn, which I got more of an interest in because I finally realized, oh, the Benorn, they follow the king, but not really. I didn't really realize that until I realized, oh, yeah, because it's Ban Tegan. No wonder he stands up to him at that meeting. So where did we leave off last time? Or did you want to go into that weird stuff like the Easter eggs? We can get to Easter eggs if we have time, but really the important stuff is burning down Den- uh, saving Denerim. <laughs> now, I love Denerim. You know why I love Denerim? Because that's where And- Andraste was born? No, I love Denerim because of the pearl. But anyway, I love Denerim because that old batty lady outside the Chantry. The crazy one that's always talking about food. Not ham, hand. <laughs> she does get annoying if you pass by her a little too often. Asta is! Yeah, that one. You know who's even more annoying? If you just walk around the corner, you can walk inside a house and boom, there's Goldana. Oh, Goldana. Oh, yes. I looked into that because we had talked about that a couple episodes ago. We thought, oh, well, who was Goldana? I was listening to some of these sound files and I was listening to the Logan conversations because I had never heard them because I'd never really played it through. I've had him in my party like once and I just couldn't handle it. Um, but I listened to sometimes and he was talking about how Rowan was still alive when this kid should have been born and everything. And I'm like, oh, was this is a big backtrack. Oh, what's going on here? That was big. So I guess in this story, the origin story, Goldana pretty much could be his sister. Um, I think the calling. I doubt it. What I, with I because there's only one canon anyway. Here's how I think it worked out. When Fiona delivered the parcel, the parcel being Alistair. The parcel. I could say picnic basket, if that's what you want. But anyway, when Merrick went and talked to Eamon and said, hey, this is my kid, hang on to him. Don't you think at some point he would have had to explain, well, who's the mother? Easy answer is to explain, oh yeah, this this recently deceased maid was clearly the one. And the maid just so happened to have a daughter, because you gotta think, too, the mother's locket and all that. Uh Uh-huh. Well, Eamon could be none the wiser whether he's telling the truth or not, and clearly no one said, oh yeah, by the way, you're a half-elf. Because otherwise he'd be looking for elven family members, not some human that happens to look pretty close to him. Which I did get, and that's what I figured. And even then, I don't even think they even looked that much alike, honestly. I mean, yeah, this is kind of older tech, and a lot of the women look the same. He does comment in The Calling that the kid looks just like Kalen, or or Merrick, and he looks like Kalen as well. So anyway, there was something else. I guess I had heard something else that really triggered it off, where how would Rowan be seen knowing that this child is the, yeah, so it sounded like in the game that she had been still alive and knowing. At the time, yeah. You gotta think, they're not that far apart in age. Kaylin and Alistair. I don't think they're that far apart. That is something that's weird because there was a mess up with the timeline in the books at some point. And I know it was fixed on like copies of it, but it wasn't fixed in the audio book. Right. Yeah, Kaylin, he would have been what he was... Six when he heard the tale of the Stolen Throne. And so right. it was two years after that. So he was eight when and so nine when alistair was born that would be my logic of it where were we goldana yeah she's a bitch yeah gold i don't think they're related i genuinely think that alistair is just as ignorant as eamon is to the true story of who his mother is fairly certain that's how it is easy because at one point goldana does say too that you took my mother away from me meaning she died upon childbirth well Who's to say that because Goldana clearly would have been so young at the time, 
uh-huh. that maybe, you know, her mother spends a whole lot of time at the castle, so she would have been able to see whether the mother was pregnant or not. And at some point, the maid died for whatever reason, and boom, there you go. You've got your alibi as to who the mother is. Okay, so you're saying that he gave a real name, but not... Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I get because it. the mother was... A, the supposedly was a maid, and Gul'dan's mother was a maid at the castle. Easy excuse. So they're not actually related, but as far as either of them know, because even Gul'dan was told, you know, a story that the right. little bastard child died, too, but clearly didn't because there's Alistair. So even Gul'dana was fed the story in the event it ever came up. Them's at the castle. <laughs> I don't know why that line sticks out. But also, she she says, they told me the babe died. And Alistair says, no, the babe didn't die. I'm him. I'm like, yeah, you are the babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured, <laughs> figured as much. You remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with the power. I made the exact same joke. <laughs> because who wouldn't? No. Who Come wouldn't? on, David Bowie. Let's go. <laughs> I threw my baby. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so Goldana is in Denerim. Who else is in Denerim? Probably more people to kill you. There's the poster over by the gateway to the alienage, which, if you follow it, takes you to some of Loghain's men. And if you kill them, and then you don't murder the crows that happen to be located in the city also, who will give you quests to go kill people, guess what? The first person they send you to kill is one of the people that was sent to kill you, or rather, any supporter of the Grey Wardens. And then the other two people, you can go and murder for the, uh, well, actually, there's three, because then you have to go after someone else. If you murder all the people the crows send you to kill, it ends up helping you in the end, including the final quest, which you end up getting supported by a specific band that never gets really titled, because his son was captured by Hal's men, and while you're off murdering House men, the crows send a second squad in to go rescue the boy. So it actually does help you with the lands meet, too, which is the reason why you're going to Denerim, kind of. That's what caught me up last night, because I thought, okay, if I just skip Orzammar, yeah, I did that run script ZZ underscore Ors thing. I didn't want to run through the, the Deep Roads again. Plus, we had already done an episode on it, so I was like, I'm just going to, you know, skip ahead to the end. And, right. um, like, or like they say in The Princess Bride, skip to the end. So I did that, and then I realized, oh, I've got to get the support of all these bands. So what what happens? Why do you need to get support of all these people? Well, in order to overthrow the power that Mr. Censor Bar <laughs> ends up, yeah. This is a rated M podcast, you can say it. Mr. Dickbag. <laughs> I can't stand him. I hate him. The traitorous bastard himself, Loghain. I don't know. The more you hate him, the more I kind of like him and kind of want to bang him. I hate him so much. There is a bang Loghain mod. Yeah, I'm sure there is. There's also a bang Gul'dana mod, which is exclusive for Alistair. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Gross. So anyway, in order to pull the power away from him, you have to do so politically. Because this is all about politics. And thus a landsmeet is called. So you need to gain support for the landsmeet in order to do whatever it is you decide to do, whether it's put Alistair on the throne, put Anora on the throne, put them both on the throne, sit on the throne while you wait for things to happen, you know, whatever. And also, Arl Eamon is the only one with enough clout in the Venorn to gather these people. Because they meet every year. All the noble people come together. Wait, in is Denerim. it Cairn? 
Isn't he a Terran? He's Arl Eamon. And now, how is now a Terran? Yes, yes, he is. It goes King, Terran, Arl, and then Ban. Gotcha, got it. I've been doing studying. That's why I haven't been able to play the game. Of course, every time my game crashes due to mods and I have to figure out what it is during the time that I'm resaving, I've been looking up all this information. So now I can tell you, like, the order of nobility. Yeah, I've had a lot of crashes lately myself, too. I only have three mods installed right now. Uh, well, aside from the White Teeth one. I have to have that one. I actually realized after the fact that I did, in the past, use a mod, and it was the White Teeth mod. That is one of the must-have mods. After a couple of playthroughs, the whole Black Teeth thing just drove me so nuts. I couldn't stand it. Oh, it was terrible. And especially, I was going to mention this last time when we talked about Isolde. Digger! Every time she talks, she's got her mouth wide open, and you can just see that gross nastiness. Yup. Listerine, folks. No dice. Don't like it. Yeah, the old ones I have installed are Draconomies, or Draconomies, True Textures, and then the Leilana and Morgana that come with, or Morgan that come with it. Liliana, god damn it. Liliana <laughs> and Morgan. I keep going Leilana and Morgana. You're so stupid. I can't help it. I don't like Liliana, and I can't keep Arthurian lore out of my head. I can't help it. I installed that one where Flemeth and Isabella are supposed to look the way they do in Dragon Age 2. That was causing a problem with one of my other armor download mods, and it made my mage's robes look like Isabella's <laughs> little short Wait, skirt. that's right. I have one that's supposed to make Isabella look different. Not the same, but different. And then I've got the Sten one, too. I forgot about those. Well, I knew you had the Sten one. I can't play the game without the Sten one anymore now. It's so good. The other Kunari, when you go to the deep roads, you see, you know, Kunari mercenaries. They all look like that, too. They look like badasses! <laughs> and then I've got the Kunari war paint on my Sten, so he looks badass. I just got that. Now, does it... Maybe it was because of the light of the effects of my characters, but it doesn't match? It looks good. Oh, it looks good? Okay. I think it's just the light. I could put actual armor on him, which would give him better stats, but honestly, that hell of it, he looks cool. That's good enough for me. Because it doesn't <laughs> just, like, change his chest, it's pants and everything. It's the whole deal. Now, is that part of the normal game? It's not a download? I forgot if the, uh, the war paint is something specific to him or not. It must be part of that mod that you got, because I don't remember it, but I could be wrong. Could very well be. Because I might have had Sten along with me, because that's that's pretty awesome. Or at least I would have gotten it and then given it to him. I gotta tell you, though, oh, with all these mods that I'm downloading, I love the clothing mods. It's awesome. It's great. Sometimes they conflict, which is causing a lot of my problems. But they're giving stats to these these clothes that are way too high. They are not balanced at all. And they're like, well, why don't you download the Winter Forge? Because that's the one where you can change the stats on everything. And I'm like, I don't want to go through that because I know myself. I'm going to stat that mess out of it and make everything way overpowered. And it's going to get boring. But yeah, if you're going to make an armor mod, uh, make the stats you know, not so badass. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. That's my public service announcement. It's too much. Exactly. I've noticed that your exactly is your way of saying, let's move on. <laughs> I've got many different, let's move on. <laughs> I know. Anyway. 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 <laughs> that's uh, that's both a space filler and a let's move on. So anyway. Exactly. So we're going to the lands meet. Okay. So we know Arl Eamon is calling this lands meet. You're going to have to go back to Denerim. But what happens at this lands meet where you have to get approval of people? You can't just go into this and expect things to turn out the way you want. Yeah, you can't just be like, hey, hey, I've got the real king right here. Yeah, because that will work. Because then you've just got 
the bastard son that pretty much no one's ever heard of, <laughs> who also happens to be a Grey Warden, who, according to uh, Mr. Loghain there, are the ones who actually killed Kaelin. Oh, so that means that he's not only a, a Grey Warden, but he's also the bastard son. So he killed Kaelin in their bid to take over the throne. Which, uh, last time the Grey Wardens tried to overthrow a king, what happened to him? Oh, that's right, they got banished. <laughs> oh, and murdered mercilessly. And then they summoned demons. Wardens keep DLC, check it out. The more you know. Exactly. Yeah, you have to make people happy. This is basically a popularity contest. Oh, definitely, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. You need to... But it's really, the real point to it is that you're supposed to be exposing to as many of the Arls as possible how bad Loghain really is. And especially how, because how needs to die. More than Loghain needs to die, how needs to die. Now, did you download the beat the crap out of how mod? No, I just went ahead and murdered him. What were the events to leading up to his murder? Well, you end up going to this estate, which apparently Eamon happens to have in the city. And uh, convenient, it's right in the market district of Denerim, so it's yeah, right where you need convenient. to be. It's very convenient. And while you're there, the handmaiden of Honora, the queen, happens to show up. And she says, oh, by the way, Honora's been locked away in the Arl of Denerim's estate, who is, in fact, Arl Howe now, and uh, needs your help, so help. Okay, fine. Whether you believe or not, you go and help. You sneak your way in, and you find out she's being protected by a magical ward, so you need to track down a mage that... How has somewhere in the estate and find a way to undo the seal. Even though I walked in there with two rogues and two mages, we couldn't <laughs> open this damn door. Are you effing serious? <laughs> I've got a circle mage and I've got the apostate. And we're both just like, yep, that's magic. And then you've got Liliana who can run up to a ward of paralysis without triggering it. And remove the ward like it's some kind of trap. That's in the game, but she can't d get rid of the magic on the door. All right, fine. And then Zevran, I mean, this is Zevran. He could probably screw his way through a, like a keyhole without anyone Hell even yeah, noticing. Hell yeah, he could. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's exactly the direction I was going with that. <laughs> yeah! Because this is Zevran, who if you take Liliana, yourself, and Zevran and then go and talk to Isabella, you can engage in a four-way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this was a topic of discussion on Twitter earlier this week, so I figured I'd bring it up. It was, and I wasn't there? I wasn't there for that Twitter crap. Oh, I hate being busy! It happened. People were trying to figure out how to do it. I told them. No one listened to me. So I'm going to tell them here, too. So what you need to do is go to the Denim Estate and figure out what the hell is going on down there. So you go inside, and... You could do this a stealthy way where you're given a suit of armor and you wander around through the estate and blah, 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 stuff happens. Or you could do it the way I did it, where you break into one of the rooms, and I kid you not, one of the maids is servicing one of the knights. Oh my god, I try to do it the stealthy way, but I have to see this. And I barge in there and they go, wait, you oh, this isn't one of the, wait, you're not one of the gods? Meanwhile, his fly's probably still hanging open, and I don't want to know what was going on below camera. He's got two swords. <laughs> well, so does Zevran, but that's a different story. So, then the alarm is sound, I murder-knifed him, and then proceeded to kill everyone on the first floor of the estate. No one got out alive. I killed them all. Because... That's just less people I have to fight with, right? That really sounded like a Star Wars moment, like, they're animals, I killed them all! 
<laughs> well, technically, they do work for Arl Howe, so uh, whether or not they're his own men, whether they're just following orders, it doesn't matter. They work for Arl Howe, so they're guilty by association. And there's so much guilt dripping off of him with, you know, the blood of the Kuzlins, the Kuzlin servants, some of the other Arls that happened to be at the Kuzlin's residence at the time, and, you know, basically all the nobility of High Ever were murdered. So, yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is screw that guy. So then you go downstairs, where I proceeded to, again, murder everyone. Now you get to the first jail room, and it's a torture chamber, where one of the other Arl's sons, or Ban's sons, or I think it was a Ban's son, yeah, Ban of Dragon Peak? I'm trying to pull this out of memory. Dragon's Peak? Something like that. So his son is on the stretch table, and after I murdered all the torturers, set him free, to where he somehow made it out by himself naked, bleeding everywhere, and, I guess, gain support from that ban. Then you go down to the next jail well, well, room. I'm going to hold you on this one. Uh, remember Sir Gilmore from the noble origin? He was trying to hold off yes. the Earl's men. You can actually see him in there. He is one of the ones that have been murdered in the torture area. Is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. So sad. I didn't know that. It'd be kind of awkward if you had the mod that had him in the game and he saw himself and just died. I do. In Did he just just drop dead instantly? No. Because that would have been breaking the universe if you had two Sir Gilmores there. That wouldn't actually make any comical sense. But anyway, then you go to the next room, and you find a couple of people. One of which is, I believe, another... He was a survivor of Ostagar who had to eat the corpses of Darkspawn. So, like Ruck, had the Darkspawn taint. And it was your quest to kind of set him free from, I think, the Chantry. Or maybe it was one of the interested parties. And then there was also an elf in the same jail room that was from the alienage, and he's from the city elf's origin. So he's there. As playing a female, he would have been your husband to be. I think it was your husband to be. No, it wasn't, because if you play through as a female, you're going to see, see him anyway. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so there's that guy. Uh, then we go to the go down the hall even further, and there's Arl Howe, who I mercilessly murdered. With pretty much no resistance. He had a couple of mages with him, so there's the mages that are controlling the uh, wards upstairs. But I was I ran in there with uh, two rogues, both of which had the ranger perk on there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm running around with, as a spirit mage. So I've also got one of the torturers. I've made him my undead servant. So take that. And then we ran well, in you there did once? with... once? I got a text message. What? One of the, <laughs> one of the torturers I made into my undead servant. And then I had two uh, two ranger rogues, so I had each of them with their own summon pet. So I had seven things to command, and we ripped the mages and Arl Howe apart. Wow, now, um, with the ranger, because I don't usually use that, mostly because when I played this on PC before, I was using a laptop, and it, was, it didn't even have its own dedicated uh, graphics card. So I never used it because it always caused problems. Is that very good to have? Yes. Yeah, you really like And then it? you can, uh, yeah, once you get to the final stage of the Ranger line, it transforms all of your previous summons into an upgraded form. Oh. So you could have a wolf, a bear, or a spider. The bear, of course, being the best because it's the, you know, giant tanky one that does a decent amount of damage and can take a lot of hits. Hmm, I need to try that. There's also a mod that you can have more animals. No, that's a shapeshifter mod. You can become more forms. Right. I, I had the shapeshifter bug where I turned uh, Morgan into a spider, and she stood up vertically. It was a vertical spider just walking around for a while. I had to restart the game. Nice. <laughs> it was scary. 
So then something else, but well, after you kill them, and he has his little speech and dies bleeding everywhere, uh, sorry, Nathaniel, your dad was a dick. You go behind that room, and there's two more people imprisoned. One of which is, I believe, the younger brother who became a Templar and was actually the one that had cornered Jawan before he was arrested by Arl Howe's men and dragged away to where he was tortured. I guess at the time he was suffering from lyrium withdrawals or something when you find him. So you can take his ring to his sister, who is also a ban, and there you go. There's your support for that character. So you get the support of two different bands while you're down there. So then you do the uh, the Crow's Quest line. There's the support of another band. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So anyway, the other person that's down there is the uh, the Arl of Denerim. The real one. The son of the previous uh, Urian Uriel, who I think died at Ostagar. And they were both bastards. As you will know if you did the City Elf storyline. Arl Denerim, not really a good person. So anyway... I didn't think about it, since I, of course, in a meta form, already know who he is. I just stabbed him through the bars and left him to die. You're such a nice guy. And it was my thoughts that they would probably blame that on Arl Howe, since Arl Howe ousted the previous Arl of Denerim. Mm -hmm. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I went down there, and all these people were being tortured, and there were all these people in jail cells, and, you know, I've got all these witnesses to what was going on. And don't worry about Lyrium Boy. Once he fully recovers, he'll know that what he's crazily spouting off about me stabbing that Arl. Yeah, don't worry about it. He didn't see anything. <laughs> Give him some Lyrium. He'll be okay. Whew. But who else do we meet down there? We meet somebody special. Oh, right. That's right. Before you even make it into the dungeon, there's the first set of dungeon where you meet Riordan, the other surviving Grey Warden who came from Orlay. Because no one knew what was going on outside of Ferelden. They're like, wait, there's a blight coming. We haven't heard from Duncan in a long time. Let's send someone down there. Which is exactly what Alistair says at the beginning, because your character can ask him, what do we do now? We don't know about the joining. We don't know anything. And he said, yeah, oh yeah, well, Orle's, I guess, the closest and long way away, as you once said. They will come looking for us at some point, but we don't know how long. And it could be too late by then, so we just need to go about our business and do what we need to do. So, turns out, well, they did. They sent someone, and he disappeared. Because he was captured. He tried sneaking into the city, assuming that no one knew he was Grey Warden, and was wrong. Wait, he was born and bred in High Ever, and he was with Duncan. At one point, but he went back, he had come from Orlay. He wasn't at the Battle of Ostagar. So he didn't know what was going on until after everything had already fallen apart. Yes, so we meet... Riordan, and that's true. He went through the joining with Duncan. And he was at Alistair's... Alistair's joining. Yeah. Yep, that's right. That all happened, and really, Riordan, kind of a badass. Yeah, I would say so. Which we'll, again, get to soon, because, holy crap, Riordan's a badass. For a while. <laughs> and I wish there was a do Riordan mod. That Well, actually, that might work for... Huh, for Morgan, at least. You like that? No. All right, I'm jealous. <laughs> you don't like the idea of ever having sex with anyone else. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I'm a bit jealous like that. Aw, that's adorable. Moving away from there, after all that happens, you go to leave the estate and are apprehended. Because Sarkothrian and an entire contingent of guards are there waiting. And, yeah. Why are they waiting? Do they know? 
seems that way. It seems like they knew that someone might have snuck in there and were coming to support uh, Hal, and, well, turns out everyone in the Hal estate's dead. I wonder how that happened. I don't know what happened, sir. They just conveniently appear right after you've killed Arl Hal, which was really a just cause, as uh, your future companion in a jail cell will tell you. He's like, yeah, you killed Arl Hal. You did a service, really. (laughs) So... Here's the fun part. Here's the fun part. Now, last night when I was doing my uh, my playthrough of this exact same part, I of course chose "Screw you! I'm gonna fight to the death." And they only end up capturing the warden unless you have Alistair with you, which I did not. I did not bring Alistair with me. I left him behind. Why? Because I wanted to go through the whole thing by myself for a change. So I left him home. I took well, like I said, I brought uh, Morgan, Liliana, and Zevran with me. Oh, okay. So I could have my own little animal-slash-undead army to run around and kill things with. And uh, I, I was actually thinking about that. I think it'd be hilarious if in my next playthrough I go rogue, bring Zevran with me, bring Liliana with me, bring Wynn with me, make her a spirit mage so she can uh, summon undead. And then I'll just have three rangers with bears out. <laughs> I never thought of playing that game that way. That Okay. It'll be hilarious. So you can have a stampede of bears, and then all three of your rogues will be range types sitting in the background while Wynn is just healing her ass off while her undead minions running around hitting things in the face. That's not a bad idea, because that's what I was thinking of doing, because I really want to use my mages. Holy crap, there's a firestorm or ice storm or lightning storm. There's a synergy for that if you use all three at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, I never thought about sending out pets. I always thought the rogue lines weren't that strong, so... Oh, they definitely are. It's just a matter of how you use them. I think it's Mark of Death, which is, I think, an assassin ability, is probably the one thing I hate more than anything else in life. Which I've now realized I can actually cancel that out. Oh, really? Because I'm maxed out in the spirit tree. Mm -hmm. I have a spell which uh, repels all different types of magic. So that I can just use my healing potions to heal up. Because I, obviously I can't use healing magic on myself while that's being cast. Mm-hmm. But I can still use healing potions. So there's that. But anywho, back to murder death. Uh, yeah, <laughs> taking on Cothrian was not a great idea. But I actually have done, I think I have actually defeated Cothrian before. I have. Uh, and yeah. I think what you have to do is just have a mage with awesome, awesome... AoE abilities, or I have multiple mages that have all the uh, different spell, like super AoE spells. Yeah, that's the one I was just talking about. And then use uh, immunity to magic on yourself to survive all of your own spells, or use force field like I tend to do because force field's probably the best spell in the game. I love it so much. Put regeneration on yourself, put force field on yourself, and then tank all the things while you're healing yourself back to full. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's hilarious. I love it. All right, so. When you awaken from inevitably being beaten into the dirt and then are arrested, you wake up in uh, the castle. Fort Draken. In Denerim. Fort Draken, that's it. And you either have to wait for your party to come and get you, which you actually are given the choice whether you want to wait or whether you want to sit back and actually do something yourself. I always go with the option of actually breaking out from in. Have you done it where your companions? It's pretty cool because you play as your companions and you're not there. Yeah, I figure that's how it worked, but I... think I might have done it once early on, but no, I, I prefer to go with the option of breaking myself out. And since I'm a mage, it's easy. All I remember is Zevron, probably with her persuasive will or something, I know there's something where he makes some very lewd comments at some of the guards. It's awesome. I have to do it again. Oh, hell, I did it. That's how I broke out of the prison. 
Oh yeah. I yeah. You can uh, the guard who's sitting outside your cell while you're standing there naked because they strip you down because they're all perverts. Uh-huh. Um, the guard, I can ask him to come over and then use a persuade check to be like, "Hey, man, I could use some company in here." Oh. <gasps> and then you can use a persuade check again to make him strip off all of his armor except his helmet. Because, uh, you know, that's what Ferelden's call protection, I guess. And then I use my magic to, uh, what did I use? Like, crushing prison, uh, walking bomb, hit him in the face with a arcane bolt, and then just stood back while his life ticked away, and I watched. Oh. And then he exploded into goo bits, and then I went and retrieved all my shower, I hope. Well, then I set the uh, the dude in the cell next to me, I set him free, and he ran away naked. It's really disturbing, yeah, because with my mods, they're literally not wearing anything, and they're da, just da, running da, around da, naked. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just bouncing around naked. Naughty bits are flying. Exactly. Whether you decide to battle your way out, I don't think you actually can. Well, no, you totally could battle your way out. I just never yeah, done yeah. it. I always okay. go with the persuade checks because why wouldn't you max your persuade skill? I'm so glad I did that. I've maxed it out first thing. It's just easiest. You just, you walk right out and everyone's, you know, saluting and talking about being guards and. And you're saluting if you're still naked. And then everyone's just, hell yeah, Denerim. And then you, uh, casually stroll right back into the Arleman's estate and everyone's like, oh, good, you're back. We were hoping you'd walk your ass back here. <laughs> We've been having teen scones. That was pretty much the impression I got last night. What do you find out about Honora? Mm, what did we find out? Of? Did she lure you there? I don't know that she... I don't remember if she did. Aha. There was some point where she wanted to get your attention or something. I'll have to look it up again because, like I said, I haven't played that part in a while. She comes in and this is where I find out she's a bitch or where I've decided that she is a bitch in my head. She lured you there. She sent her maiden there. There, oh, there's also a Star Wars reference. You're a bit short to be a guard. <laughs> Aren't you a bit short to be a guard? And she goes, oh, very funny. <laughs> I like it, though. So after that part, after everything's all satisfied and hunky-dory, you have to decide what you're going to do with making Alistair king. And, of course, I went the route that Miss Lebo over here didn't want me to. Who, moi? Uh-huh. I set up uh, Nora and Alistair to be married. Well, that's okay. That's how I did it. Well, uh, no, I'm not really happy. I'm actually burning fireballs in my head right now. I hated her so much. It, it, the, it, flame, flames, flames on the side of my face, breathing, breath, heaving breaths. But it's my playthrough and I'll do what I want, damn it. So you get to talk to her for a while because you take her back to where Arl Eamon is. And you get to talk to her for a while because somebody suggests, oh, it could be a good idea. Why don't Alistair and Honora just get married and then this is all over? She talks to my character because I'm female, you know, and I'm always doing him. And she's like, well, he is biddable enough. And I'm like, biddable my butt. He's hot as fuck. <laughs> biddable. What do you mean biddable? Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so I just, uh, I went ahead and set those two up, and then I need to go get more support and find out what else is going wrong in Denerim, which then leads you to finally unlocking the alienage. Finally! And wow, is crap going down in the uh. alienage. There's a plague, there's people disappearing, there's a, a bunch of beggars that are looking for coin, and I really wish I could have killed them all. Oh, there are ghosts in that one place? Yep, the orphanage. You meet Sir Otto. The Blind Templar. So creepy. And I really liked Sir Otto. Right up until he got a pitchfork in the back. <laughs> oh, 
God, that's awful. Well, You're he did kind of get raised up in the air by a demon, and then I killed the crap out of the demon in a matter of seconds. Uh, it was for Serato. I burned that rage demon. <sighs> so that that happens. That's a, that's a fun quest. But yes, the real thing that's going on in the aliens is supposedly plague is taking over. When When you lock a bunch of people into a dirty little hovel, don't you think disease might spread? Or maybe it was spread there intentionally. We really never find out. But we, what we do find out, and there's a bunch of mages from a circle of magi that's not Ferelden. And they're there to help. But people keep disappearing. But they're elves, so nobody cares. And then Shiani calls you a Shem, because she's a racist. <laughs> that's right, I said it, Shiani. I come there to help, and the first word she comes is, Oh, look, it's another human come to talk about the elves. Yeah, yeah, I'm Shiani. Just shut up. So I go down there and I help, even though Shiani's rude to me, and then she finds out you're there to help, and you're genuinely there to help, and she's all sunshine and rainbows and uh, farting stars, I guess. I don't know. Wow. Long story short, they're Tevinter mages, and you know what they do in with uh, the elves in Tevinter? I know, I know. They make them slaves. Big surprise. Yeah. People have been disappearing? False hope? People have been made into slaves? What? <laughs> so... Yes. Let's trust the Deventer Mages. Where are they from? I mean, I guess... No one even asks where they're from. No one asks. They're from outside Ferelden. That's the only thing anyone asks. If anyone would have been smart enough to have been like, well, what circle? Well, that other circle. Well, there's a lot of circles. Like, the Orlesian ones? Mm, no. The Free March one? Mm, no. Kirkwall? Tevinter? Uh, well, what if we're from Tevinter? We're here to help. <laughs> and then all hell probably would have broken out because... Tevinter equals slavery. It's fine for them there. And the, the mages rule there, which is why all those all those stupid guards are standing around listening to what the mages have to say. It seemed to work in my mind how things were going, but that's just me. Don't question me. I'm not from that universe. Clearly, I would have seen things from a different angle if I were one of the elves. Whatever. Not the problem here. But even the, the alienage's leader has disappeared and has not been seen from in a while. No one calls any of this crap into question except for Shiani, and of course everyone's throwing tomatoes at her, maybe because she's so rude to everyone, and that's why no one listened to her. Because they didn't want to believe because it was Shiani. Lesson, kids, be nice to people. Right. Especially <laughs> me, otherwise I won't save your elven asses. Oh, you still did, don't even lie. You're right, I did. I know. <laughs> so, yes, as I said in my stream when I was actually doing this part of the content last night, there are two rules in Dragon Age. When it comes to what, especially when I'm playing. Okay. Never trust a blood mage and never let a slaver live. So when you go through and murder knife everyone all the way to the end of that little. I love how you say murder knife, but you're playing as a mage. <laughs> well, we'll get to that and I'll explain where that comes from. Aside from the, the obviously using the term murder knife so frequently, which is, uh, exactly how Maya and Anders' relationship ended, but that's a different story for a different oh show. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't wait to get through those episodes. That's going to be so fun. There's going to be a lot of screaming and the F-bomb dropping everywhere. Bethanites assemble, hashtag. I'm going to join the Bethanites. Is that okay? That's fine. I'm I'm totally cool with that. We need more for Bethanites. For those of you that don't know, that's a term that Road has made up for the people that like Bethany <laughs> because they have colonites on the colon front. They're the colonites. And, you know, I felt like Dragon Age needed another faction of people, so Bethanites. It just seemed like it should fit. I think it's true, and also the men need somebody to rally behind, you know? Damn Skippy. 
Yeah. Oh, Andraste. Oh, Morrigan. Oh, Liliana. Oh, Isabella. Oh, Meryl, the blood mage that needs to be burned to the stake for being a witch. Oh, that was a lot of emphasis on that one. Uh, but yeah, Bethany. It's all about Bethany. Sorry. I would switch teams for Bethany. I'll tell you that. I'm okay with that too. May I join? Is there? Yeah, a- it's totally cool. No, there's no entry fee. There's nothing. Just show up and be happy. Okay. Yeah. And stare at boobs. I would make a terrible priest. Show up and be happy. That's it. I'd end up being in the underpass in rags because I'd be making no money. <sighs> anyway, so where was I at? Bethanites. <laughs> that's Bethanites. Yeah, that's I, I've lost everything after Bethanites. Tevinter mages. Okay, so you get to the end of the whole Tevinter mage thing, and I'd actually forgotten about this until we were getting really close to the end, and I had made my statement about the slavers right at the beginning. We get to the end, and I kick the unholy crap out of that mage because I've got dispel magic, so he uses his big ice storm, and I'm like, nah, no, bye. That's really funny. Thanks for the sprinkle of snowflakes. Yeah, it's like a little bit of snow hits things, and then I got rid of the spell. It didn't even matter. After you kill all of his people, you knock him to the ground, he tries to plead for his life. And, of course, one of the first things he says to me, which was a mistake on his part, and granted, he's an NPC, he's stupid, he doesn't know this. One of the first things he says is, I could sacrifice the lives of all of these elves and use their blood to empower you. And I'm like, oh, that's right, I forgot. You're a blood mage, too. That's how Tevinters gain their power and their status, is the more powerful you are, the higher your status. And how do you get more power? You result to blood magic, which is why Tevinters full of blood mages and slavers. So I went, oh, yeah, by the way, he just met both of my requirements for murder death. <laughs> so, uh, so he's like... <laughs> that might be the episode title, murder death. <laughs> you got all these different, all these different things you can just, like... It was like, uh, persuade check, intimidate, 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 intimidate. Okay, I'll go with your plan. Or the final one. Um, I have a counter offer, which required no persuasion, no anything. I love it. I and love it. so you, then you get all these other persuasions where you can basically make him eat an egg and, you know, be happy with that while you take everything from him. And I went all the way to the bottom of choice. Uh, on second thought, you just die. <laughs> And then I, he's like, oh, well, this is unfortunate. Stands up, and then he's got all of my people. All, like, I just instantly paused the game as soon as it came up again. I put, did special attacks for all seven of my creatures that I was controlling, and he just <laughs> went and turned into goo. It was, it was fun for me. I've chosen the one, oh, the really bad one that he offers to kill all the elves once when I was trying to be really evil in my game. Couldn't it, do it. It was heartbreaking. Couldn't do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it. So then you set him free, and you find out that the leader of the elves was also a friend of Duncan's. Oh. Yep. And so you have to break the news to someone else that was close to Duncan that Duncan's dead. I met somebody, I think it was an Orzammar, that knew Duncan. Yep. Duncan was very well known. Oh. A lot of people knew Duncan. Duncan was Ferelden's commander for a reason. Uh, yeah, but they still weren't pop. I mean, the the... Grey Wardens still weren't that popular, but he... No, they were not. Oh, I love him. I really like to do things to him. <laughs> well, you can find pieces of him all over Ostigar. Oh, that's horrible. You're horrible. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. oh, I got it. I get a DLC that I've never triggered before. Oh, oh, oh. it's it's um it's both Delilah Dil- Dil- Lens or Delilah Lens. I don't, I can't remember. Sleep until dawn and Alistair's nightmare, where he has a nightmare about the death of Duncan. Oh my God. Oh horrible. yeah, I've heard about that. Oh. Well, that's yeah. just like uh you know I, there's an official DLC that I never knew about until earlier tonight. I, yeah, right before we started the show, you were like, what is this? 
<laughs> yep, so I'm going to have to end up playing that after I do everything, and I'll stream yeah. it too, of course. <laughs> so, you go do that, you find out that Loghain was actually giving the Tevinter mages rights to conduct slavery, which is illegal in Ferelden, in the city of Denerim itself, because no one cares about the, the elves and they need to be silenced. Well, here's the thing. The whole reason why the riot started weren't just because the elves were treated like crap. It's because the Arl of Denerim was taking all their women and doing awful things to them. So the elves rose up because of it. So, yeah, that's your elf origin. That combined with replacing Urien with uh, how. Yeah, I can't really say it was a big surprise. The elves rose up. And even then, I don't think the uprising was nearly as bad as they said it was. I think that was just, again, more excuses, but, yeah. Come and see the violence inherent in the system! Help, help, I'm being repressed! In the end, it really doesn't matter. The fact of the matter was that Loghain was selling the elves off to the Tevinter. That's so horrible. That's enough where I can be like, okay, I don't want to do them anymore. Exactly. So <laughs> then we actually get to the lands meet. Now you've done all, you've probably done all these things where you've got a bunch of people supporting you. Now, granted... There are still some diehard supporters, and not everyone's going to support you at the lands meet. But here's what I wanted to get to, which we mentioned previously in the episode. Right when you first get to the actual uh, castle, and you're going in there, you are accosted by Sir Cothrian, the female knight, and you either have to fight and kill her, or convince her to stand aside. Now, I will say that I, I think the way you have to do this is you have, you can probably do it through the standard conversation, but the persuade check will not work. And, uh, I think I went with the intimidate check and then went through a series of conversations before finally she admitted, okay, Logan's kind of a dick. Now, you probably can do it with the persuade check too. I just probably went with the wrong choices. But anyway, you actually have to talk her down and then she will stand aside and live because you got to think about this. Denerim's about to get hit with a freaking blight. You need every strong sword hand there is. And Cothrian's not exactly a, you know, a, a small player. She's a badass. Uh-huh. Whether or not she actually turns up in the final battle, I forgot. But either way, I tried to spare as many people as possible, except that little part about Arl of Denerim's estate. I kind of murdered everyone. <laughs> Screw those guys, though. We don't need their help. We get to the point of having the whole, the lands meet. When the lands meet happens, you obviously have to duke it out in a matter of words with Loghain. And you can have some certain choices where you throw out there that, you know, he's, you get a series of choices at each different part and do what you will. Either way, it's going to come down to having to either fight to the death with all of the Arls or all of, uh, Loghain's men or just a duel one on one. And there you can choose a champion or just man up and do it yourself. Man up being a very loosely tune because it works. You can't choose the dog to battle Loghain. <laughs> that makes me a little sad, actually, because I really feel like my Mabari could do uh, with a helping of human nuts. <laughs> hey, he just accept death at that point. I'm a guy, I know. Oh my god! You get to choose whether it's you acting as your own champion, or one of the people that happens to be in your party to act as your champion. And this is where you can have Alistair fight him, which, if you want Honora and Alistair to be married, you cannot choose having Alistair do the deed. Yeah, she won't have that do the deed. So, or he won't be able to do the deed. She ain't having it. Just putting that out there. And we'll see how that turns out in ten years when Inquisition comes about. But anyway, so I, of course, were my, I was my own champion. And I will 
put it to you flatly, because I was a spirit mage, he stood no chance. <laughs> yeah. Now, what do you use with your spirit mage? Uh, somebody on Twitter was asking us to talk about our gameplay, so, you know, that's why I'm asking all well, these okay. questions. There are a lot of things like telekinetic weapon. That's one of the buffs you can get to make your attacks a little bit stronger. Um, I'm and using to have annoying a, uh, effects on your screen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They, yes. Lots of sparklies. Lots and lots of sparklies. Um, one of the the my favorite spells on there is walking bomb. Obviously, if you've watched my playthrough at all, you will see things exploding frequently, and I will be laughing maniacally in the background every single time, like a child, a really disturbed child, a very disturbed child. Very. Um, Crushing Prison is a fantastic ability. And it synergizes well with a lot of things. And see, I've not even tried, I've, I don't, no, I've not done a single synergy the entire game. I can't remember if it's when somebody is frozen, you use that, or if somebody is under that, you can still use a synergy. I can't remember. Um, I think it is that if somebody's, if somebody's frozen, you can do Crushing Prison and that's a shattering synergy. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I, I think my favorite synergy in my previous playthroughs is Glyph of Repulsion combined with Glyph of Paralysis. What does that do? AoE of Paralysis. Everything in the area gets hit. Oh, I need that. Okay. By the Paralysis ability. It's beefy. I've got a spell combos list here of what can be done. Yeah. Oh. I've I've honestly only unlocked a, a few. Force Field and Crushing Prison. Shatter. Nightmare is Sleep plus Horror is massive damage. That one's kind of alluded to also. The horror spell is like an instant success if you use it on someone who is uh, sleeping under these effects of sleep. So that one's implied already. I want people to try some of these. Okay, there's Storm of the Century, which is Spell Might plus Blizzard plus Tempest. And that's massive destruction, and that's AoE. That's everything. So basically, you just sit back and watch everybody die. Yeah, but here's the thing. That also affects your own party. Well, but if you're staying back far enough, if you hold, if you press the H button, <laughs> and so everybody holds... Well, first, what I would do is get Win or somebody with the Earthquake thing so they can't move, and then you have enough time to cast these spells. Yeah. Oh, and the Grease Fire. That gets everybody killed. <laughs> you throw down Grease and put fire on it, nobody's living, including your characters. Exactly. <laughs> it's so sad. I can't. I think I've only ever unlocked like three or four of the different synergies, honestly. There, I just there never pursued them. Yeah, they're really easy to do, like the Shatter. You have to look it up. I think my favorite spell in the whole tree is uh, Force Field, by far. I've never really used it. It's hilarious. So here's what I did when fighting uh, Loghain, is I used Crushing Prison on him, which worked instantly. And and I was kind of worried because, you know, he's a red name character, so I was kind of worried that it would just make him immune or... Uh, sometimes it'll actually work on some of the creatures, but it, it'll just do a damage tick on them. It won't actually freeze them in location like it's supposed to. Uh, so it worked on him. So it was crushing on him. I hit him with my arcane bolt a couple of times because that's the, really the only direct attack spell I've got on that character. And then I use walking bomb on him and then put force field on myself. And uh, you'll see me do that a lot in my playthrough too, because walking bomb does when it, when the, uh, characters blow up, they will damage your allies. So I'll use Force Field on myself to prevent my character from taking any damage. (laughs) When Force Field is on a target, friend or foe, they cannot take damage. Granted, they can't do anything, they're frozen in place until the spell ends, but they take no damage. So I could do something stupid like 
summon a firestorm right on top of myself, then put myself in the force field and just sit there and weather it out. You can only do this on one person, right? Right. Right. One person. So it's a fun thing to do if you're just looking like a virulent walking bomb. So, you know, one, one person with walking bomb blows up and it tran, and then it has a chance of transferring to other people that it's blown up on. So you could just have a chain reaction of walking bombs exploding all around you. And which would, I've actually had it wipe my parties out before, except for the person in the force field, who is then also a spirit healer. So I can resurrect everyone. <laughs> ah, nice. And then use cleansing aura to remove the injuries from them instantly. Yeah. That's really, oh yeah, I like that one. Now actually, what, how I would use that is I would put that force field on Alistair, send him in to taunt everyone, and then be able to do my AOE uh, I've done that. badassness. I've done that. Oh. I've uh, I've used him as a sacrificial pigeon, as it were, as it were, but I then would put him in the force field and just have, they'd just be sitting there beating on him and doing nothing while I'm healing him back. <laughs> You're beating on him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess you did not let Logan live. Oh no no no! I and I I went ahead and did the honors myself. Which uh, this is where the whole murder knife thing came from on my end, which is not something I usually do. I actually prefer a murder death. But I murder knifed him because instead of using my mage staff, uh, someone gave me a sword and I cut him to pieces. So I made him in the game? splatter. Yeah, it, if you choose to kill him, even if you're not a sword user, oh, yeah. it will give you a sword so you can kill him. So, for the first time and the last time, my... Well, actually, it won't be the last time, because there's still one more time we have to use the sword. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah, I was given an arbitrary sword, and thus killed Loghain, and then announced the marriage. Uh, you actually have to kind of decide who is going to be the leader at that point, so you can side with Alistair, Anora, or both. And I sided with both and told them, hey, Ugh. you guys are going to be married, and then they had to agree to it for a second time. And, yes, that's where... Uh, Alistair kind of stutters like an idiot and then goes, wait, I need to be a commander. Aha! What? Wait, what? Aha! Yes, there's much puffing of the chest done there. Okay. Uh, yes. That just that, that hurts me. Like, I'm off. Like, I'm letting you talk all this time because I know you told me earlier before the show that you let him. <sighs> Why would you do that, man? Hey, 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 we, we got to do what we got to do. He's the brother of her husband. Yeah, well, they didn't have a kid together, so it's not weird. She's barren! As far as we know, we'll find out. There, It was a theory. Maybe what was really going on is that they just weren't doing the deed. Oh, that's BS. And maybe that's why Kaylin was just like, yeah, I'm not going to respond to your letters, even. Sorry. No, I think that's, I think that's bull. I'm sorry. Mm. No, I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry? No, I'm not even, not even sorry. Okay. You're full of crap. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll definitely find out if there is an heir spoken of in Dragon Age Inquisition, because Alistair is king. And he also did Morrigan, which is my favorite part of the game. I okay. beg to differ. He did not. Aside from the pearl. He oh. did not. Oh, you did. Uh, well, I haven't made that far yet, because uh, that's actually like the exact next part of the game I would be at. In my playthrough. And right you now. didn't go ahead and go through with it? No, because it was late last night when I finally, uh. Sometimes you have to be awake and savor the moment, I think. Exactly. Well, I did, uh, briefly go to camp just to, you know, make sure everything was finalized in their relationship. And still working. <laughs> yeah. Just had to make sure, you know, I didn't want to be like, you're the only one that can do this so we can, uh, prevent the archdemon from 
transferring or something and killing you, and I don't want you to die, and this will create a new old god, and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. They had to make sure that the, the equipment was functioning as... Right, you had to get your sword polished and everything. Totally. And uh here's the thing. <laughs> In one of the final scenes of the camp love scene with Morgan, there is just... One awkward expression that I wish I would have taken a screenshot of, because holy crap. Look, I, I get it. It's a sex scene and everything with underwear on, which is kind of weird. Uh, thanks, Bill O'Reilly, I guess. Not my version. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. But here, here's what gets me, is that was like one of the creepiest expressions I have ever seen. That was on Morgan's face? No, it was on my warden's face. Oh, really? He was just on, yeah. <laughs> It was stellar, really. Sorry, not sorry. Now you're going to have to go back and play through one of these. Load your old save, take a picture of it, because I got to see this. Because I know my warden makes some faces, but it's just it's just weird because I guess they have it set to an animation where it's a neutral animation. And yep. then when they make sure the face. Is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but my warden is so hot, I don't care. I can't take screenshots because uh, it, it's it has to do with Loading it in Steam, now my print screen button won't take screenshots anymore, and if I do the one from Steam, then I have to, it'll actually capture my uh, my chat and everything, too. There is a mod that takes that away, and you set it to your F12 button. Yeah, that's the Steam. That's also the Steam button. Oh, it is? Well, it works for mine. That's how I got that picture of Alistair in my Afterglow, because, you know how- <laughs> That's what they're calling it now, Afterglow. Got it. It, well, yeah. So I was telling you last time that uh, that every time I go to get Nookie from Alistair, if Barwin texts me or messages me in some way or he calls, yep. no matter how late it is, no matter how soon after Elder Scrolls off the record it is, and I know he's busy working on, you know, finalizing the show, he still texts me. And so I thought finally, okay, you know, I've been quote unquote chased this entire time. I've been a good girl. I deserve some Nookie. So... I go to press the Nookie button. Yeah, I get another text. So Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that because I actually saw your tweet about that. And I was like, I don't know what she's talking about, but it's probably funny. That's what he does. And so, and I was like, fine, screw this. And I went through the scene anyway. And right at the end, because I've got all those weird mods, you know, so this time he's like laying there, you know, naked. And I took a total picture of that. And I was like, I did it anyway, Avarwin, shut up. But he's always saying, well, I don't want your darkspawn demon children. (laughs) It would be bad for the world if they were born. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. He called my children Darkspawn, which is actually hilarious. You need to set him on fire. That's really what it comes down to. Alright, so let's get to the final battle. Because after that, you need to lead your your armies down to Redcliffe and meet the Blight head-on. Here's the problem. The Blight apparently went completely past the whole army and is in Denerim, while the army is in Redcliffe. And that's a long distance away from that's You know, you men and you're not asking for directions. Clearly. I mean it's just like they went through the Banorn and the the blight must have gone through the Brazilian forest. Well they could have gone underneath the ground since they are underground creatures. Could have, could have. But you know, it also has a lot to do with the deep roads and yeah, I mean anything's possible really. Anyway, the whole force was completely missed. So you're sitting there doing your preparations, and by doing your preparations, I mean Morgan, because, hey, we gotta make sure... Morgan presents you this plan, because you find out from Riordan that in order for the Archdemon to be slain, 
there has to be a Grey Warden present. Otherwise, the soul from the slain Archdemon will transfer to a different Darkspawn, and it won't actually die. Being that the Grey Wardens have that Darkspawn taint in them, which involves the process of adding fresh Darkspawn blood to the blood of a previous Archdemon. That's where the ritual comes in. That was actually explained by Riordan. They sacrifice themselves, and that's why it's called the Grey Warden Sacrifice, in order to destroy the soul of the Archdemon. Then Morgan goes and goes, yeah, so I already know about the ritual. I know what your guys' role in life is, because Flemeth and I have always known. Here's my thought. Let's have a baby, and then instead of you dying, the Archdemon's soul will pass through you, and your sperm will act like a conduit to me, and I will give birth to a new old god. You get to live. Archdemon's defeated. Everyone wins, right? So then you have to have someone do the deed if you agree to her terms. Of course, you can always refuse, but why would you do that? Because Morgan's awesome. And uh, then we get to the point of the final battle after doing the deed and preparing. This is my favorite part of this entire game because it is so awkward. If you're playing as a female who has Alistair as your boy toy, it is awkward. And I cannot imagine having a low gain with you. I did hear the sound files for that. Awkward! You kind of have to order nope. him to do it. <laughs> I will do no such thing. You'll do it or I'll show you that I can kill you anytime I want to. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. If I keep my eyes closed. this That's one of the lines. He wants to keep his eyes closed. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, my God. It's so great. I mean, whoever wrote this, I love you. If I were Morgan, I would want to also. To do Loghain? Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? How about you just, you guys just go die instead? <laughs> Loghain goes, let's get this over with. <laughs> oh, it's very uh, fun. I would think you. with him, I mean, his wife, I guess, is gone or else she's back in Guaran. And he's like, okay, hot young ass. Okay. <sighs> nah. No. Oh, I don't come on. When you're that. that age, what is he, uh, uh, 50-something? She probably had to cast a spell to make sure he can do anything. Just the, putting that out there. <laughs> Viagaro! Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Do not want. Tis necessary. So then we turn our forces around and march to Denerim. Again! When we get there, what's happened? Darkspawn! Darkspawn! Enchantment! Oh, wait, no. Yeah, well, actually, that, that, that's actually not very far away from the truth. That's Somehow true. that happened. You get there, and Denerim is burning. And you get to fight through a lot of familiar sections of the city, one after the or you could just go straight to the uh, to the keep, which is not a good idea, because then you'd leave all those commanders out there, a lot more people would die, you need to go take on those uh, Darkspawn commanders. Now, don't you get to talk to all your companions before you actually go in? You sure do. And give all those uh, fun speeches and... Everyone's like, you're awesome, Warden! <laughs> and with my mods, you get to tongue-kiss everyone. I actually don't doubt that at all. It's awesome. Even Ogryn and Stone and Sten. So, uh, Sten. Well, if you have another mod. <laughs> anyway. Sten's a big, big man. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got horns. Big ones. Yeah. So, then you get to have your speech, and you get your choices, and go kill commanders at various parts of the city that you've been to many, many, many times before. And then, the Archdemon goes flying around the city, and Riordan, who has climbed to the top of a tower, jumps down on top of the Archdemon's back, 
lots of stabbing is done, and Riordan falls to his death. And it's just like what would have happened with Duncan in The Calling, because that's exactly what Duncan did. He ran up a dragon's back, stabbed him in the head a few times, but he was on the ground at the time, so when he swung off... Well, underground at the time, even. Then, because of Riordan's sacrifice... These great wardens, all about sacrifice, man. Because of Riordan's sacrifice, the wing, one of the wings of the Archdemon gets all torn to shreds, so it crashes into the, into the castle, and that's where you go to have your final fight. And you get to summon the allies that you've raised throughout the game, if you decided to raise allies, I guess. So you can have the elves, or the werewolves, you can have templars or mages. Or you can have neither. I think you can actually, I think you can like murder all of them. Really? I don't know. I think so. I think you can actually have murder them each other. But you get the dwarves or golems and Templars or mages. So, yep. There you go. And then there's, of course, the Arl of Rayclyph's men, too. To just send out and kill. And I don't know if it actually works this way or not, or if you actually just get experience. But you do, of course, get to give supplies, to, uh, specific supplies. I it think does all that help. does is actually just give you experience. I think what it does is actually an, it, it grows your it grows the number of people that you get. I'm not sure. Maybe it uh, ups their health or whatnot. Maybe. Either way, if that were the, the case, then all of mine would be maxed out because I had stacks upon stacks upon stacks of things oh, to give yeah. away. So, yeah. yeah, I just I just donated lots of things, got lots of experience for it. Lies. Yeah. Then there's the final scene where someone has to go kill the Archdemon after you've beaten the hell out of this dragon that's a complete pain in the ass to kill. And... It's probably one of the coolest things in the game. You know, doing a ground slide with a great sword while slicing open the neck of the Archdemon, and then things happen. So, after killing the Archdemon, you, of course, get that final scene in the, uh, well, I mean, if you survived. If not, there's still kind of a memorial held for you and a statue in your honor. If you do survive, however, then you get to go talk to people that are kind of relevant to your story, and you get to request the king, queen, or both of one specific thing which you're given. I think usually with a mage, I go with, uh, you know, help out the mages of Ferelden or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, give some special or give some special treatment to the uh, circle mages. I don't really know what I usually go with. This is why I like playing the Kuzlans, because if you're the human noble, you get to meet your brother there and have a Aww. heartfelt reunion and all that good stuff, which is why I like it. And then you go out and greet the people of the city who are all waiting to acknowledge their hero. And that's where the game goes, boom, fade to black. And not in the sexy kind of way. There is an epilogue after the little epilogue. It's long, too. Oh, I almost forgot to mention, Morgan leaves before the final battle, regardless of what you do. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, I'm out of here. Which sucked for me, because I had a lot of good gear on her the first time I did that. Like, (laughs) my best mage gear was all on her, and she just goes, disappears. She was also my most, like, specked out mage. So I'm just sitting here, like, with this badass mage with all of my attack spells on it. And I go into the final battle without having my mage. Because I played, you know, the warrior the first time. So my super damaging mage was not there for me. Aww. Yeah. Well, so you didn't have win? Aww. Well, I had win, but she was all specked out for healing and support. Which uh, is funny, because I've pretty much done the exact same thing with her this time around, but I've also made my own mage healing and support, so there's going to be no shortage of healing and support 
when I go to the final battle this time around. I'm actually reading up on, you know, the slideshow of what happened then with the characters. Mm -hmm. And I forgot how many different ways this game could go with whoever rules. Wow. This happens if Logan was executed, if he was not executed, if Alistair is hardened or not, whether he's married or not. Oh my gosh, I can't even go to this. But the ones that always stuck out on my head were that Alistair appointed some elves or mages or maybe both uh, as part of his court. And that really pissed off a lot of people. <laughs> but, you know, he's he's trying to bridge the gap. I know that Tegan usually marries one of the two chicks in Redcliffe. Either the one whose brother you saved from the closet <laughs> or mm. the chick at the bar. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm actually just found stumble on some screenshots because I, I actually did one where I screen I took a screenshot of everything I did uh, when it does the slideshow. So I have one screenshot for all the slides. Oh, that's nice. So in my first playthrough, Nora and Alistair were with. Oh, that's horrible. My warden became the commander under King Alistair. There's a little bit about the urn. Let's see. There's some about the Circle of Magi, the alienage, then back to Arleem and Redcliffe. Oh, there's stuff about Colin in here. Oh. Connor. He went to Tevinter. Oh, oh. Connor went to Tevinter. Are we going to see him? Probably. Oh, that's actually, Connor was supposed to appear in the uh, second game, but they uh, removed that out. Yep, they took it out. You know, Jawan was supposed to be one of the followers in this game? Mm, doesn't surprise me. But I'm glad that he, uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so uh, Jawan's a tranquil now. What? That's actually what happens in Origins. If uh, you don't have him executed, he gets taken to the circle and is made into a tranquil. Oh, God, that hurts my heart. That poor guy. Hmm. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> oh my god! I Technically, mean, like, did it to himself. I I know, but I mean, he did it out of desperation. <laughs> oh no! The uh, the remains of the anvil were found by uh, some. Oh yeah, some smiths, and they tried to recreate it. Oh, a new golem was created, bound with a spirit taken from the fade. Ooh. Ooh. And the golem Ooh. immediately went insane, killing several shapers before it was destroyed. Whoa. And they is, sealed away the research. This one is, if Connor is dead, Lady Isolde, is, is it Isolde or Isolde? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Isolde. Isolde. Uh, bore her husband another child, this time a girl. The birth was difficult, however, and Isolde died in Eamon's arms. <laughs> but he named that's the child horrible. Rowan after a sister. Oh, that's sweet. I kind of want to kill Connor now. Oh, and the girl was a mage, too. <laughs> oh, that's right. I romanced Liliana my first time. Oh, you did? Yeah. Gross. And uh, she stayed with him for a little while and then went about her business, where we then see her in Dragon Age 2. Wow. Yep. This is really interesting, because there are some things that I've never played out before. And then it goes into my playthrough of Awakening. So we will go into that hopefully next time. Yes, we will definitely because get into Awakening next I don't time. get through with this one, I know I can do Awakening because you can just actually just make a new character. You can, which uh, if you make a new character... You're going to be... Or in the event that your warden for some reason died because he sacrificed himself and didn't have sex with uh, Morgan. Didn't approve of that, I guess. Then you get an Orlesian, and he becomes the head commander of Ferelden's Grey Wardens. Lesions. Bleh. Oh, now I'm reading about, oh, Alistair put a memorial to Duncan, and... Of course. <sighs> I found Duncan's shield the other day. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. I have I have actually, because I, no, I, put, I gave 
Alistair back the Duncan shield because I've been switching it around for two-hander or a sword and shield, and I decided I like the shield thing. Plus, I got a Captain America shield. Oh, so awesome. Of course. <laughs> I can't use it, though. It's too immersion-breaking, and I hate using that word immersion, but it's true. That's going to be hell to edit through, so I'm just going to go ahead and say thank you for listening to this whole thing. I Thank you, Rode, for remembering all this. Most of it's still mostly fresh in my memory. Most of it, but you still haven't made it to the end of the game this time around. Nope, nope. I've still got to uh, get through that, which I can probably get through in one sit down. Because I'm right there at, at the uh, Castle Red Cliff right now. Yeah, I'm just realizing I have to go around to all the nobles. I remember I have to go into the tavern and talk to some of the people. And then I thought, oh god, I've got to go through the castle where Honora is. And then, oh, there's no way I'm going to make it. That's when I pretty much gave up for the rest of the night. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, it's a long story. I mean, I love it. And it, it kind of hurts not being able to like take my time through it. But yeah, I want to get this hurried along. I actually want to get into Awakening myself. I do too. I want to say, of course, there's an Anders mod that makes him look even better. Mm. Um. <laughs> you know how he looks real good? Dead on the ground in the city of Kirkwall. I hate you. <laughs> You're a bad person. Yep, I'm good with that. So that was Dragon Age Origins, the main story. We missed a lot because it is such a big game. It's too big for us. <laughs> that yeah. We couldn't get into everything. But there you go. That's there for you to remember. You're welcome. <laughs> and thank you, Rode, because you really carried this episode as I was just adding commentary about my mods, because that's all I really cared about this time around. It's all good. Week. It's all good. It's all Dragon Age. <laughs> I gotta tell you, there is a lot of sex to be had at the Pearl. <laughs> yeah. Apparently there's a randomizer, too, so you can get, like, a bald dwarf wearing a dress, and he's uh, very stout and stocky. There's one with an elf, and I know I know this was a mod, because it was, it's kind of weirdly done, but there's a mod where you, if you choose to go with the male elf, he'll be like, I'm scared, I'm scared, okay, let's escape, and you go and you see through the different rooms where everybody else is having sex with each other, it's so great. Oh my god. And then the one, the it's, that was more options at the Pearl. The, there was something else with the Pearl where you can tell the girl about your exploits with like Duncan and Kaylin. It's hysterical. Oh my god. You have to see at least one of them. They're hysterical. I mean, close your blinds behind you, but... <laughs> I hear you. Because they take sounds from the game they take sound like so they're the actual characters voices but they can be like maker you know when they you know see something weird going on maker or oh when they die well they use that in a different context <laughs> it's so wrong oh uh, you think that's wrong i just found a which dragon age companion are you test again another yeah. one are you gonna uh -huh. take it i'm already taking it well you can take it la 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 Oh no, apparently I'm Fenris. <laughs> you gross. Before we shove a big slew of outtakes in your ear holes, we'd like to let you know where to find us so you can thank us the morning after. Yes, it is time for the obligatory how to reach us. Find us at questgamingnetwork.com, email us at dragonageotr at gmail.com, tweet us at dragonageotr, follow me, Mistress Lebeau, that's L-E-B-E-A-U, follow Road at That Road Guy, and yes, we know our money's on the dresser. Visit our sponsors, tweakedaudio.com for quality earbuds and 30% off with our code 
episode off the record, all one word, at tweakedaudio.com. And if you are as big Dragon Age fans as Rhode and I are, here's some books that you might like. Head over to audibletrial.com slash Network, and you can get Dragon Age The Stolen Throne or Dragon Age The Calling for free! But you don't have to take my word for it. That is the way of money. It comes, it goes, like a fickle lover. You remind me it's a babe. Babe with the power. Think I can do it right this time? It's up to you. Welcome to Dragon Age Off the Record, Episode 5. I'm Elizabeth, and with me is... I'm Rode, and this is Episode 6, dang it. Shit, it is? It is. I'll start over again. Welcome to Dragon Age... (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Welcome to Dragon Age (laughs) Episode... Why don't you do it? (laughs) Do you want me to? I don't know! Alright, here, I'll do it. Welcome to Dragon Age Off the Record, I'm Liz! Hello Liz, you must have had a testosterone shot lately. Damn Skippy. Welcome to Dragon Age Off the- (laughs) Motherfucker! Welcome to Dragon Age Off the Record, episode- What is it? Six. Episode 6. Just think Alistair, think sex. There you go. Episode 6. Welcome to Dragon Age off the representative. <laughs> oh off the representative. Uh, poor Arl foreshadow. Foreskin. <laughs> uh. Welcome to Dragon Age off the... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>